Hello. Uh, welcome to I'm Free. I'm TC, and I'm here with a few friends. I'm JT. I'm, I'm Josh. Jason. <laughs> and I'm Alex. <laughs> We're so coordinated. And, and I'm JT. <laughs> <laughs> Did I mention that I was Jason? <laughs> okay. This is what happens when we go out of order. This is what happens when we start something new. Uh, for the uh, three people who listen to this podcast, if you aren't, uh, you, you're probably already aware that JT normally opens up the segment, and we also normally start with a game. We're not doing any of that tonight because we just have a special topic that really piqued our interest that we saw earlier today. Mm-hmm. Was, this episode. Yeah, yes, only this episode. Uh, this uh, Italian sculptor made a imaginary sculpture that it was open to the uh, purchaser's interpretation. It was a quote unquote, an invisible sculpture. There's obviously nothing actually there, but the idea is that the uh, purchaser can imagine whatever they want with this sculpture. Uh, <laughs> purchaser paid over $8,000 uh, for, uh, for the idea that they can imagine something. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know about the rest of y'all, but what I would personally do if I went to an art auction and a sculptor came up there with nothing and said you can imagine it, I would imagine I pulled off the most daring heist, <laughs> replaced the original with a perfect replica and stole the original, put it in my living room of my house, and then I'd have a way better story. As well. <laughs> I'm gonna pull it off eighteen thousand dollar heist, everyone. <laughs> Dude, I'm just saying. Is it weird that that's exactly where my mind went? <laughs> I feel like it's pretty common among us. <laughs> the police. I gotta know how. What drugs this guy was on when he was thinking of this idea? Like <laughs> a lot. A lot. All yeah. Of All of them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> The current area of the art world, art has become more of a performance thing, and it's really uh, comes down to a lot of individuals uh, questioning what is art. Um, I wish I remembered the name of the movement from my art history class, but there's there's been a lot of artists that will just take ordinary objects, place them on like a pedestal, and say, "This is art." and then there's individuals who go out and outright mock that. Like there's a some performance artist who will just leave random objects uh, somewhere in an art museum and watch as people uh, gather around them and take photos of. So like they drop <laughs> somewhere in there and it looks like an exhibit. So people are, wow. What really so it's just kind of along those veins, I believe. Yeah. I think there was an Always Sunny in Philadelphia episode about that. Uh, it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's familiar. <laughs> I don't know. Like, not to, not to sound really pretentious, but I took like four art history classes in college. It was like Ooh. required curriculum. It sucked. I hated every second of it. But, Amen. honestly, honestly, though, the the main takeaway was that people that try and convince you that this shit is actually worth eighteen thousand dollars. They're just pretentious. You know, they're just so fucking pretentious. 
and real art died just a long time ago if you ask me like there hasn't been many unique beautiful creations in such a long time it's it's kind of pathetic honestly but that's my take well i want to know how this sale went was it like this guy's looking at like wow this is a very just bold statement i like this how much you willing to spend or how much are you willing to sell it for and was the guy like just throwing out like an oddball number because he thought it was a joke and said eighteen thousand dollars and the guy was like sold or did the guy just come up to him like i will pay eighteen thousand dollars cash for this statue and then the guy was like holy shit yes or you know i'm just curious how this went down I, I thought it was like an auction, and I, yeah. I assume this guy's like an already well-known sculptor or something in the art community. Um, I don't remember his name. Uh, well, then kudos to the auctioneer, because that shit came up on stage. They lifted the veil. The <laughs> shit was stolen. He's like, oh, this is a very bold <laughs> statement by the sculptor. Uh, <laughs> use your imagination. <laughs> How much are you willing to spend to have your imagination fulfilled? Yeah, like, 18000 like It was a real sculpture, and then it got stolen backstage. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd my sculpture go? Yeah. And was there a bidding war on this empty Imagine sculpture? the guy trying to fence the original now, then. Yeah, he's getting pissed off. He's like, hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Also, like, I mean, is anybody going to question the idea of owning something that doesn't exist? I mean... How's the law around that work? Right. How do you prosecute, like, he stole my imaginary art! (laughs) (laughs) Just turn around and sue everyone. We're we're about to get sued. Like I said, I I I have pulled off this imaginary heist from this imaginary art. uh, Imaginary heist at the auction, so uh, we're about to get sued, y'all. You better have an alibi set and ready. <laughs> yeah, I was at um, an imaginary bar that night, and a bunch of imaginary people saw me, <laughs> Your Honor. Getting imaginary laid. <laughs> yeah. Getting imaginary drunk. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was real drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. After a night like that, yeah, you probably do have to get real drunk. <laughs> Yeah. By the way, it would be, uh, you know, I feel like you have to be really, really stupid to go to someone uh, to like, to again, uh, pay for the idea that you can imagine something. Um, <laughs> kind of money. Yeah, this some this somebody somehow had eight over eighteen thousand dollars discretionary income. How the fuck does that happen? What kind of like uh, incest trust fund baby is that? <laughs> you didn't make that money. If you have eighteen thousand dollars to spend on this, you didn't sweat and work to get that. <laughs> no, no, no. Yes. You have a rich dad or something like that. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, boys. I don't want this to be a boring podcast. I'm going to play devil's advocate here, and uh, I think it was worth more than eighteen thousand. All right. How much would it's- you have spent on this? Oh, like three dollars. But um- <laughs> 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 you can imagine I think, I, this thing. <laughs> I think you're going a little too high, Alex. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs>
I think you're right. I think you're right. 36, maybe. But no, well, I go three cents probably. Argument, argument didn't last very long. You know, you're right. Three dollars is too expensive. <laughs> I'd pay for all the change just in my pocket. And if I have zero, I'd be like, yeah, I'll just give you zero dollars. Zero cents. That's my thought. <laughs> also, I gotta say, like, I as irritating as I find this, I, I'm also just admire this man. <laughs> like he literally, he literally took nothing. Literally took nothing and got yeah. eighteen thousand dollars out of it. I'll tell you what, though, I, if I could be this man, I would because, like we said earlier, he just has way too much money to spend. You know, <laughs> on some imaginary bullshit. Yeah, well, see, this, uh, I feel like this is the equivalent of like when you're in school and you have a major presentation due that you completely forgot about. And then they're like, hey, it's your turn to present. And you go up there and just win some bullshit and you get the highest grade in the class. <laughs> That's what this is the equivalent of. Now, hang on a minute. Let me, let me beat devil's advocate, boys. He's not buying art. He's buying a store to tell. Hmm. And that's hmm. worth all the money in the world because what's more important than having a story to tell your friends and laugh about? You know, yeah, I, I could have had a pretty good story. story. Yes. Go ahead. <laughs> Wait, what? Again, I was saying, I think, I think my story is better than his story because now I just imagine that I was also at that auction, but I replace, but I replaced the real sculpture with a perfect replica, and managed to hype the original, and so now I've got the original sitting right here in front of me, and I just pulled off an eighteen thousand dollar art heist. Yeah. That guy said I spent eighteen thousand dollars on on a uh, imaginary sculpture. How long does that story go? I feel like there's at least ten people that th- that are thinking that same thing. They're like, "Yeah, I stole, I stole the original." <laughs> well, I'm just they saying the person it. that it's has the best story life. is the guy that was sitting next to the guy auctioning for this nothing statue. He gets yeah. to go home yeah. and be like, "Eyes, I was at this art auction, and this dumbass next to me just spent eighteen thousand dollars on nothing, <laughs> nothing." He's like, "You want to get in on this?" I'm like, "Hell no." <laughs> just let it go in other words everyone come take a look at this uh, bent fork that I found yeah. <laughs> okay. that I bought for $4,000 I Alex, got something <laughs> Alex to, to your point I, I do agree from the standpoint that there are people out there that make literally $18,000 like every minute of every fucking day you know what I mean <laughs> So they don't honestly, those are the kind of people that are going to show up to that auction and not give a shit and they're going to buy it. And then, yeah, they are going to just tell people the story. <laughs> nothing. Yeah. It's, it's, honestly, it's like, it would be a prestige thing. You know, it would be like waving a, um, a big diamond ring under somebody's nose or driving a nice car. It's like, I got $18,000 to spend on literal nothing. Uh. <laughs> you know in, in that case though i mean can't you just go find a per, poor person say and say hey i'll uh i'll pay you eighteen thousand dollars to slap you in the face right now because that's i mean that's the biggest slap in the face to someone who's like trying to scrape by <laughs> and, like, at least this way you cut out the middleman of like that eighteen thousand dollars going to this artist who did nothing like the laziest half-ass job oh shit i don't know what i want to make you know what why, why don't you imagine you made it for me yeah. <laughs> you know who the real visitor is in all this 
Uncle Sam, because he took a big old cut of that. Yeah. Oh man, we all win a little bit because of these. <laughs> I, wonder, yeah. um, oh, I wonder if it came with like a plaque in like a display case or something. <laughs> at, at the guy's home, he just has a big display of literally nothing. The whole frame. Just air. Just air. <laughs> just air. He's like, I spent eighteen thousand dollars on this. Let's go. <laughs> Piece of the room. <laughs> I wonder if the guy's gonna follow up by creating an imaginary painting. <laughs> Which also, let, let's go back to this artist for a second. Let, let's call him Jacques, right? Jacques, Jacques made this fictional thing, and years from now, he's gonna tell his son, "Son, I literally built my fortune from nothing," and he's gonna actually mean it. He actually built his fortune <laughs> from literally nothing. Oh, you just gotta think with your imagination, son. <laughs> Seriously, oh my yeah. gosh. what a good lesson! The, cap- the the capitalist in this guy, I just admire it so much. <laughs> hey, as SpongeBob would say, use your imagination. Mm. You know what? This guy, as a radical artist, he probably hates capitalism, which is crazy, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Because he's making a hell of a lot of money off of it. No, he's the best one around us, and he's, he's probably going to hate it. <laughs> so I went back and looked at, like, I went back and looked at, like, the uh, picture of, like, the artist. Um, he looks like he's already probably middle-aged. And again, I, I assume that this is someone that's already kind of well-known in the art community amongst, like, modern artists, that, like, someone was willing to pay uh, $18,000 plus for his work. Um, but then again, you know, well, what a way to break into the art scene. I did nothing. Pay me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Man, I should have thought of this idea. <laughs> I wouldn't have to be working at Panera Bread. See, this idea just sounds like the end of an art museum tour it's like they just have an empty pedestal and it's just like if you take the inspiration that you found from here today or whatever you can be like the next big artist and your work can be displayed here so go home and just be inspired you know that's what it sounds like to me I wonder if like a public art gallery paid for it you know your taxpayer dollars paid for this we all paid for this oh no It feels like the end of a uh, Futurama episode. It's like a punchline to one of their jokes where they're walking through the history of art progression. And like, and then we reach the nihilist phase where there's really nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then like at some point, they're going to they're gonna go the exact opposite direction. It's literally going to be everything in the universe like mangled together and like compressed into a cube about Ooh. like one foot by one foot. And that'll be the next step of art. Hey, all right, so check. What if the Big Bang was a prior civilization making the ultimate compression art? (laughs) 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 I love it. I'd buy that. I'd buy that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So, guys, just to transition a little bit, but still kind of keeping in the same vein, do you all do you all like art? Are, are you trying to go I, out and buy stuff? Are you going to museums? Yeah, what's up, Jason? So, I took a art history class in college, just as you said. I never took four, thank God. I fell asleep. That was the only college class I actually fell asleep in because I just could not get. So, maybe. I don't know. It, it, that's going to be on my wife for sure. <laughs> what? 
I'm not going to be crying if I don't have any, though. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What about you, TC? This was your topic. You, you love art? You hate it? Where are you at? Sorry, I got forced to move my car into the garage during the middle of the part of podcast, but... Uh... That is... That's so real. Sounds like a washing machine. <laughs> I was wondering. Yeah, I was like, in the garage as well. Yeah, we're, we're just but, asking TC about art, and he's like taking his final form. <laughs> like, <transform. laughs> Look, I, I tried. I, I tried to put it off, but do it now. Um, yeah. So anyway, though, uh, answer your question. I very much did enjoy. A- history classes in fact i even did one that was uh, abroad in paris uh, i did like a week a little over a week abroad uh i, I really love paris uh, yeah dude like two years ago i had no idea yeah huh. before that um i i went to uh, par- uh paris for a little over a week um this is a high budget podcast. <laughs> yeah, maybe, Very high budget. Hey, TC, maybe, TC, maybe we'll come back to you. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just saying, you know, this is going to get top five along with uh, Joe Rogan's podcast. You know, oh, yeah. Joe Rogan, you got some competition, buddy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll let you know when I get back. Uh, well, okay. you'll, you'll know that when I'm off my Bluetooth at the very least. Okay. Um, Let me tap in while you're busy, TC. All right, yeah. Um, So, yeah, man, I do love art. I do want a bunch of art around my house. And this is really surprising. Um, I could grow up being like, pshaw, art, who cares? It's meaningless. The only thing that matters in life is functionality. But uh, then I lived in a barren box of a house for a few years. And I got real depressed. And I realized I should have pretty things around me. So, uh, yeah, I hang up, I hang a bunch of art around my house. It's very nice. It brings me up. I have a lot of um, historical stuff. I have, I'm looking at right now at the charge of the Scottish Greys. It's a scene of a cavalry charge in uh, the Battle of Waterloo. Uh, and all the horses are coming right at you, and all the dudes are like, yeah, fighting! And it's all, you know, inspiration. <laughs> I feel... I feel like if I were to get some sort of art, it'd be like a, a painting of like, you know, the Carolina Hurricanes winning the Stanley Cup or something like that, you know? Yeah, I don't know. That's totally art, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's whatever yeah. you want to I've I've got like lots of uh sports memorabilia kind of uh artwork, stuff like that. I've got um Maps. Uh, uh, yes, I've got plenty of like maps or like illustrations of cities and I wanna get some landscape stuff too, but Mm-hmm. I, I love having stuff like that to hang around the house. I mean, I I wouldn't spend crazy money on art, but uh, this, yeah. And again, I also don't have crazy money to spend. If I won the lottery, maybe I maybe I'd splurge and get a few really nice pieces. But even yeah. then, that's not enough to get like the really really crazy stuff. Like yeah. some pieces go for hundreds of millions of dollars at auction. But those are from like masters like Vermeer and. Uh, and like uh, Da Vinci and you know Rembrandt yeah. stuff like that. Dude, I'm about- so glad. I'm so glad you make this much background noise because it makes me feel so less bad about it. <laughs> Alex, I can barely hear you. If that makes you feel any better, like I, I don't hear like any background noise. Any, I just hear a faint sound from you. So. <laughs> 
It can't yeah. be as bad as my garage door opening. Wait, TC, are you in Apex right now? <laughs> yes, yes, I am. Okay. And uh, Josh, how do you feel about art, man? I'm, I'm hoping like somebody will come along and just be like, you know, fuck art. I but, mean, but maybe so, I, mean, I feel like my answer is I'm probably the closest like to that. that. Yeah. I I don't like doing museums. Uh, I amen. I, I don't I don't do the art galleries like. And and kind of going off of Alex, like when I'm in my apartment, I'm kind of like, oh man, there's like nothing. I'm just looking at like white walls, but like I'm not gonna hang anything in my apartment because I don't want to scratch or dent or do anything. They're like, you got to pay for that. Right. But when I get my own place, I mean, I'm sure I'll have something up there, but it's it's, it's not gonna be cultured. It's just gonna be like nerd stuff, comic book stuff, you know. Deadpool. Well, that's. Uh, uh, I have a little uh, you know Deadpool what? I, you know what actually statues. is I want I want uh, one of those uh, Dark Knight Why So Serious uh, posters hanging up. Oh, I won't, I really go. want one of those. Yeah, there you go. Did you ever end up uh, doing anything with that uh, that like Batman skyline um, painting that I got you for uh, Christmas one year, Josh? I mean, it's sitting next to my stuff. Like I just, I, just, I haven't hung it. I'm sure that'll be one that'll go on the wall when I get my house. That's and cool. I have this just tape it up poker there. playing uh, thing that my sister-in-law's become... mother got me for a housewarming you know gift. Dogs playing poker like yeah. make... <laughs> I love those. I love those paintings. Jason's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm definitely getting one of those. Uh, oh, I, I love I just, how we just like spent like 20 minutes criticizing an artist and now we're all like yeah well to be dog, fair dog, the artist literally paintings. the artist <laughs> literally <laughs> created nothing all right the dog no, 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 poker no. is something the, the credit the credit cracks me up that like we've moved on to that out of everything yeah although i wouldn't pay eighteen thousand dollars for no goddamn dog playing poker. no no fuck that if, if i did that <laughs> they better play fetch with me you know like, <laughs> they, better, they better come out the painting and play fetch yeah exactly <laughs> i've got a dog that'll play fetch with you for eighteen thousand dollars on a real dog <laughs> my dog wouldn't even play fetch I mean, for buck fifty <laughs> I tried throwing a ball down the hallway. My dog won't even go for it. He's just, he's stubborn. Yeah. <laughs> Your dog's That's my old. dog was. He's not stubborn. He's I, 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 I mean, he's even like, when he was, even when he was like five years old, TC, all of his life, he wasn't a fetch guy. He was a hunter, mm. if anything. Good dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about you, JT? You never answered. You want some art? Uh, yeah, definitely. Like, I, I typically, um, I, honestly, I, I found one painting. It was, uh, it was actually by my dumpster of my apartment building. Somebody put it there and they put a little note next to it that said it's free. Uh, and yeah, I, I just kind of fell in love with it. Jesus Christ, TC. That's not me. <laughs> that was me. Sorry. I ain't right there yet. I was getting a plate out. <laughs> We got quality control on this podcast. Man. Yeah, we, we gotta we, we gotta figure something out. Yeah, we do, we do. <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh man, secretly this is like a deeply emotional moment for me, and you guys are just interrupting. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> this painting moved JT in his podcast. 
Oh, man. But the, the point I was going to make is I just love the idea of finding things that were made by people that you know. You know, like instead of going to a store and buying something that was mass produced 10,000 times, uh, reach out to somebody that actually paints day in and day out and give them a hundred bucks and then hang something that you love from them. To me, that's that's the ultimate. And that's what I've been trying to kind of collect over the years. You know, dude, I've tried that as well, because I agree with that. Um, I have found a lot of resistance from uh, artists who are small time. They don't really want to sell their art sometimes um i gotta like fight them to make a transaction i'm not trying to do that i don't know uh i think a lot of people are um uh self-conscious about the things they make you know Mm -hmm. definitely hard for them to want to sell it yeah for sure you gotta find like a certain type of person and i don't completely shy away from things that have been mass produced i of course have some of that hanging on my walls like a lot of uh uh landscape paintings i i love those and i don't care where i buy them um it's just the other kind of stuff that i tend to try and find local people i hear you mm-hmm. i guess it also depends on where you're at because when i was in savannah georgia which was a town with an art school in it that was pretty common but now that i'm in a small town in minnesota not very common at all wilmar <laughs> wilmar I, I thought you said Lamar at first. I was like, "What? What? Why? Are you, why are you bringing up uh, Ravens football? That makes no sense." Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, man. I I don't know. I, being in four art history classes, I got plenty of opportunities to listen to people try and explain what they think art is and what they think it isn't and I feel it's... like yeah go ahead man yeah I feel like your art classes were a lot like more sophisticated than mine mine was just like this old 60 year old lady who was just like yeah this paint painting describes this this painting describes that and just on a powerpoint we had to take notes and I was just yeah I don't know I feel like maybe yeah yours was definitely more sophisticated definitely yeah, and it kind of depended. Like, I remember the uh, classical era. That particular teacher was very good, and he just taught, and that was it, and he went into it. Then I had another professor. Her whole shtick was just talking about feminism, which was kind of odd. Huh? No, oh, sorry. Never mind. I said, yeah, she was just talking about feminism the whole time, which is, you know, neither here nor there. I just, I always get kind of wigged out when I take a class like that. It's supposed to be about art. And then they talk about essentially politics, and it's just like, okay, what, what are we, what are we talking about here? I'm paying a lot of money for this class. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, it sounded like you had a pretty boring teacher, Jason. Uh, again, I, I did, oh yeah, I, I had, I had very good professors um, in my art history class, and they were, well super friendly, super helpful. And really what those classes came down to and the grades in those classes came down more to be able to defend your reasoning and uh, to like, you know, you didn't have to get exactly right to get full credit on a lot of questions. Um, It didn't have to be like, oh, this is by this artist from this period. You you defended why you thought it might be by someone – such and such an artist and why it might be from some period on like the short answer questions. Now there were like 
multiple choice answer where it's like, what period is this from? What, uh, who's, you know, who, who yeah. do you think the artist is of, of this based on this? And you had like, but the big questions that were worth a lot of points, it was all about defending your reasoning. So it's like, it was kind of like an exercise in critical thinking for your grade. Um, just, you know, making logical arguments. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'd say about like ten percent of my class was 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 asleep during that. That my my uh class and about twenty five were on their phones. So mm-hmm. just doing boring stuff. But yeah, yeah. And and TC, I guess to to the point of your class is, I, I think it's good to have classes where it's based on discussion and and argumentation. But I think the issue that I encountered a lot, because I took multiple of those classes, you started to see people arguing about the definition of art to the point where it felt like it felt like people breaking down the very definition of the word, if that makes sense. It's like art has kind of a a relatively strict definition. And when you have so many people trying to come up with interesting arguments, it starts to be less about. Uh, being realistic and honest and more about just coming up with something that sounds interesting. Yeah. Uh, I, f- yeah. I feel like uh, art's definitely opinionated a lot. That's true. If you, sounds like, you just said that uh, art has a relatively strict definition. Uh, what do you mean by that, man? What do you think art is? Well, yeah, I mean, not everybody's going to agree with me on this, but to, to me, art is emotional expression in the context of the world that we live in. So that could be, you know, somebody, well, thanks, man. I I think that could be, you know, somebody painting a landscape and it is about their perception of what it is that they're seeing. Perhaps it's embellished, perhaps it's not. I think where art really starts to become vague and it doesn't really make sense is when, uh, for example, you start having people doing things like, oh, this is imaginary. Or this is literally a carpet with a bunch of cigarette butts on it. And I've kind of seen all that stuff. And you can't tell me that that's beautiful. You can't tell me that that is a genuine emotional perception of the world that this person has. It's it's more shock art, less art, if that makes sense. It, it does, it does. But let me... um. I mean, we might actually have a real disagreement here rather than just uh, devil's, ar- uh, devil's advocate. Okay. I would say that art is whatever is not functional but still makes you happy. It's all the, the useless things we like. Um, so by that – but that's really a consumer – by the way, I'm coming at that as an art consumer. You seem to be coming at that as an art producer. That's interesting that we have different mm-hmm. definitions um, mm-hmm. because of that. So anyway, as an art consumer who's like, you know, I just care about what makes me happy. If a bunch of cigarettes makes you happy, that's not art to me. But if it makes you happy, hey, whatever, that's art to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've, I've never had a problem with uh, modern art or things like this. I've always thought it was uh, a bit silly, but you know, it's still art to them, I guess, if they like it. Yeah. Well, and I think it becomes even more silly because if you hang out with that kind of crowd, you start to realize pretty quickly that it's not about it's not about making them happy to use your definition it's about uh acting like they understand it and other people don't does that make sense 
It does, it does, but doesn't that bring them joy in some pretentious, better-than-you way? I mean, that's a fantastic point, I suppose, in that sense it does. Yeah. Um... They're taking their joy for making you feel like a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> the worst kind of person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, no, generally, generally people who make that kind of argue to, argument to me uh, don't make me feel like a dumbass. It makes me feel like they're a dumbass. So <laughs> that's true. kind of back. They go too far. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, I I do I definitely get this like argument that um art is subjective. The whole beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Saying you know, all that stuff like that. Uh, it's just. <sighs> But in in this initial example that we started with, there was literally nothing to behold. Like they they literally didn't have to pay this guy anything, yet they paid him crazy money for. <laughs> I hear you. Um, and... But by but by Alex's definition, that is art because it brought somebody eighteen thousand dollars worth of enjoyment. For some bizarre <laughs> for some stupid ass reason. <laughs> And I'm, I, I look, I'm not, I, like I said, I'm, I wasn't particularly arguing with his definition. It wouldn't be art to me, but uh, it's in the beholder. I get what you were saying about the different different arguments about um, what art is in like the in the definition, um, because at the end of the day, you can't have a real com- a real conversation on something if you can't really define the term mm-hmm. uh, or. Yeah, I mean, you can have a – so it's just – like you said, it's a lot of arguing back and forth about the uh, definition, and everyone wants to have a hot take on it. So I, I imagine I imagine that was kind of how it was at your school. It's like everyone's like, well, I got a completely different definition of art, and look at, look at how bold my definition is. Look at how out there mine is. What do you get? What right. do you got to say about that? And it's not – and it becomes and- less about discussing the art and more about – and and to me, and maybe maybe this is a point that we can all agree on. To me, that was an issue because you know I'm not I'm not saying art has to have the most concrete definition ever invented, but because it feels like it doesn't have any definition and it's completely uh, relative to whoever's talking, that seems like an issue to me, and it kind of led to yeah. To me, what right, I feel like right. is the downfall of art. It's like we're not seeing great Renaissance painters anymore. Instead, we're seeing imaginary sculptures. Exactly. I'm going to quote you on that. 2021 downfall of art. <laughs> no, no, progression. <laughs> progressive downfall. That should be the, the name of this episode. The downfall, downfall of art. Of art. Yes. <laughs> no, I, I think the name of the episode is... You, you can't spell fart without art. Like something stupid. <laughs> no, don't downfall of art. The rest of us all believe that. <laughs> oh, on. Let us have this. <laughs> we might get a bit of an audience with the with the with the headline like that. You know, it's pretty controversial. But yeah, yeah, we. Yeah. Poor listeners, we gotta we gotta get some uh, ad companies interested in us, boys. That's yeah, but remember, we also don't want anybody yeah, to know about this. Secret. This is our this is our secret. <laughs> True. Um, hey, we gotta maybe let's make a paywall or something. We gotta monetize this immediately. Okay. Let's go ahead and help the uh, listeners out with at least uh, one thing as far as. Um, 
getting us out there more, uh, we can go ahead and uh, tell them our email. Um, email. We finally have one set up. Yes, yes. So if you want to uh, email us talking points or questions you might have or anything like that, uh, you can send those questions to talkwithimfree at gmail.com. That's talkwithimfree at gmail.com. Are there any capitals? Everything spelled like you think? Uh, everything's spelled like you think. No capital letters. Great. All is, how is you would Is I'm with the apostrophe at the top? Nope. I'm does Ooh, not have question. an apostrophe. And that was a very good question. Yeah. Well done. No, no apostrophe. Just clarify. <laughs> Hey, have we ever introduced uh, Jason on the podcast, by the way? This no, is my no, first we one. Haven't. We never did. <laughs> I mean, we've yeah. mentioned him in like one or two other podcasts ever so briefly, just like when telling a story or whatnot like that. Uh, Should we do that Some by Matt. No. Yeah, I suppose we could knock that out. A little, little introduction. Okay, yeah. Jake, Jacob was calling me and I had a... <clears throat> And, uh, Look, we need to get your priorities set, okay? Oh yeah, podcast I canceled, is I canceled, number one. I canceled, I canceled it right away. Don't get me wrong. Like, okay, well, actually, let me let me just start the introduction with this. Uh, Jason is more popular than all of us combined. <laughs> one of us have had a phone call during. I don't. This. I don't know about that. <laughs> oh, we know. We know. <laughs> we're certain. None of the rest of us get phone calls during this because we're talking with all our friends already. <laughs> Wait, you guys are my friends? I thought we were business associates. Jason, acquaintances. Acquaintances. We've been over this. Acquaintances. <laughs> Jason, right. who are you? Introduce yourself, sir. Uh, I am uh, Jason Lead. Uh, I am 23 and... Uh, Ready to fuck? Uh, He's, the <laughs> He's DTF. Sure. I'm born to fuck. You forgot to list your social baby. security number. Tell, you forgot to list your social security number and address for the for the listener out there who wants oh, okay. to see. Uh, I don't recommend that. Seven 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 five 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 two two. Wait, right. that's mine. JT, <laughs> <laughs> you weren't supposed to say that. Ah, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> I'm born to fuck and born to cook. Cuck somebody else or get cucked yourself? No, all of the above, Alex. All the above. All right, just check a box on this. All right. How do you how do you know us, Jason? How do we know you? Um, I okay. So, uh, I grew up with JT. You know, we were. God, I'm trying to think what year I met JT. And fuck, basically, I I came outside and I, I. Attacked you, and then we became friends with the hockey stick. Yeah, perfect. You guys like preteens? I'm taking it, or you guys? It was like 2008, so I was about 10 years old. I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. A little prepubescent Jason, a little boy Jason, is walking around. He meets JP, and they become fast friends immediately. Yeah. Yeah. And you start palling around with uh, JT and uh, Matt. Weatherman Matt, who we interviewed last episode. Weatherman mm-hmm. Matt, oh yeah. And, and Mike and Chris Huey. And... I, I, I've known Matt since I was three years old, though. Nice. And then when yeah. me and JT became friends, eventually you entered uh, into our world as well, and bam, friendships were born. <laughs> yeah, that's actually, yeah. Perfect. Well, there's a little more effort than, than that. Started you, with basketball you, you, and it transitioned into game nights, poker nights. Yeah. Movie nights, 
parties, you know? all the above. Exactly. Getting drunk as shit. It used to take forever and so much effort to get you to come to those. I'm glad. I'm glad it's not a. I'm glad it's not that difficult anymore. Well, <laughs> to do what? One, one, yeah, no. For a while, there was difficult to get you to come to things. When once uh, JT moved, or uh, you know, and G, it's like, oh, JT's not going to be there. Uh, don't really. I mean, I kind of know you guys. It, took, it used to take a while to get you to like a lot of coaxing to get you to come to events. <laughs> You like a frightened rabbit. We had to like. There were certain substances that helped me bring to the event. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, uh, well, I, 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 I don't know. It, it was more of like the 40 minute drive that you know kind of yeah, held me back. I, I can understand that. Yeah. Also, that and I kept telling you, don't hang out with those losers. Yeah, I didn't listen to that. I should have yeah. listened. I should have listened. Yeah. Look, look at you now. Thank God. Now I'm playing uh-huh. Warzone with these. Now I'm playing fucking Warzone with these fuckers. God damn. And starting a podcast. Yeah, exactly. Disgraceful. Hey. You're hey. welcome. Who else would take all those bullets for you in Warzone? Quite literally. I mean, I'm I, I, I'm the dummy who just get out there in the middle of the field drawing yeah. the other team's fire so that you can yeah, go that's, team wipe that's them TC, from TC sni- in with the sniper glint the whole time so they can just see him while I come around. <laughs> Josh is right, right behind me just in case I go down. He's there with the syringe. Hey. So, you know, it's a, it's a perfectly executed team. <laughs> it's like GT's there once a month just being yeah. himself, which is unfortunate. I'm, I'm never there. That, that, that's, that's my thing. <laughs> <laughs> JT I'm created the game. He's not even there. Yeah. <laughs> he got the game for us. Yeah. yeah, I got. Sure. I bought the game for you. Guys I bought. I never played. My, you know what actually makes me mad is I spent sixty dollars on cock and I could have got it for free. I told you. I told you. <laughs> I already pre-ordered it. I already pre-ordered it. I, I was like, I can't yeah. wait for this game. That was such a bummer. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever end up getting him a different present, JT, or did you say, "Well, fuck you. You didn't accept my gift." <laughs> of course, I said, "Fuck you." I'm not buying yeah. him another gift. <laughs> he got that for free. He's not buying me anything. By, by the way, once he told you about it, you probably could have canceled your pre-order. You might have been out there reserve uh, like five dollars. No, I, I, I think I already got it by the time I had I'd known about it. I think I, I don't know though. I could be wrong on that one. Yeah, tomato, tomato. Yeah. Well, guys, I think it we is should probably is. do a little outro. It's getting to be about that time. Alrighty. Unless, unless anybody has something crucial to add. Don't I'll do take drugs. That as a no. Uh, no, that that is that is fair, guys. Don't do drugs. I don't don't agree uh, with that. And uh, also, uh, my definition of art is right. Alex's is wrong. <laughs> I think my definition is right, but I'm the only the only t- the only good type of art are pictures with dogs playing poker. No, <laughs> actually, actually Alex, local artists. Alex, straight up, I want to put that topic on our list to do again and at some point i just want to like talk with you exclusively about that i think that could be an interesting conversation man about what is art yeah i mean it's the kind of shit i like so i'm into it all right (laughs) well cool beans uh remember listener uh this podcast is a secret it's our little secret don't tell anybody about it Um, it's for you only and if you do we'll fucking kill you you gotta just imply the threat you can't actually state it yep. yeah. actually, man, right. William, man, give us a blanket statement here give hey, us, this, uh, is my, this is my first <laughs> podcast give me a break right. I, I, just, that uh, out. 
I just got a text from Google. We've been canceled. <laughs> hey, there's our first sponsorship, though. It, it wasn't due to actually what Jason said. It was just due to like such low audience numbers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we kept telling them to stop fucking listening. It's our fault. <laughs> All right, guys. I'll see you later. Bye-bye. See you later. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. All right. All right.